Hey everybody, Mr. Gaines here. Um, hope everyone had a nice long puente, good long weekend. Um, we only got uh, three weeks left, so we better get moving on this book if we're going to finish it. Um, last time we read, uh, what happened? Oh yeah, Jonathan um, is learning how to fly faster and faster and uh, control his body like a... Like the Falcon did by uh, shortening his wings. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. His vows of a moment before were forgotten, swept away in that great swift wind. Yet he felt guiltless, breaking the promises he had made himself. Such promises are only for the gulls that accept the ordinary. One who has touched excellence in his learning has no need of that kind of promise. By sunup, Jonathan Gall was practicing again. From 5,000 feet, the fishing boats were specks in the flat blue water. Breakfast flock was a faint cloud of dust motes circling. He was alive, trembling ever so slightly with delight, proud that his fear was under control. Then, without ceremony, he hugged in his forewings, extended his short, angled wingtips, and plunged directly toward the sea. By the time he passed 4,000 feet, he had reached terminal velocity. The wind was a solid beating wall of sound against which he could move no faster. He was flying now straight down at 214 miles per hour. He swallowed, knowing that if his wings unfolded at that speed, at that speed he'd be blown into a million tiny shreds of seagull, but the speed was power, and the speed was joy, and the speed was beauty. He began his pullout at a thousand feet, wingtips thudding and blurring in that gigantic wind, the boat and the crowd of gulls tilting and growing meteor fast directly in his path. He couldn't stop. He didn't know yet even how to turn at that speed. Collision would be instant death. And so he shut his eyes. It happened that morning, then, just after sunrise, that Jonathan Livingston Siegel fired directly through the center of breakfast flock, ticking off 212 miles per hour, eyes closed. In a great roaring shriek, sh shriek of wind and feathers, the gall of fortune smiled upon him this once, and no one was killed. By the time he had pulled his beak straight up into the sky, he was still scorching along at 160 miles per hour. When he had slowed to 20 and stretched his wings again at last, the boat was a crumb on the sea, 4,000 feet below. His thought was triumph. Terminal velocity a seagull at 214 miles per hour, it was a breakthrough, the greatest single moment in the history of the flock. And in that moment, a new age opened for Jonathan Gall. Flying out to his lonely practice area, folding his wings for a dive from 8,000 feet, he set himself at once to discover how to turn. A single 
wingtip feather he found moved a fraction of an inch. Gives a smooth sweeping curve at tremendous speed. Before he learned this, however, he found that moving more one more than he found that moving more than one feather at that speed will spin you like a rifle ball. And Jonathan had flown the first aerobatics of any seagull on earth. He spared no time that day for talk with other gulls, but flew on past sunset. He discovered the loop, the slow roll, the point roll, the inverted spin, the gull bunt, the pinwheel. When Jonathan Siegel joined the flock on the beach, it was full night. He was dizzy and terribly tired. Yet in delight, he flew a loop to landing with a snap roll just before touchdown. When they hear of it, he thought, of the breakthrough, they'll be wild with joy. How much more there is now to living. Instead of our drab, slogging forth and back to the fishing boats, there's a reason to life. We can lift ourselves out of ignorance. We can find ourselves as creatures of excellence and intelligence and skill. We can be free. We can learn to fly.